Blog Talk Radio. The first parliament of the world's religions was held at the 1893 Chicago Columbian Exposition. It was the first former meeting of the religious East and West. In 1998, the Council for a Parliament of World Religion, CPWR, was founded to organize a centennial celebration of the original parliament. Since 1993, three parliaments have been held in Chicago, Cape Town, and Barcelona, and in 2009, the most recent parliament was held in Melbourne, Australia. Then, of course, 2015, we had the one that just happened in Salt Lake City. Hello, everyone. I'm Daniel Michael, and welcome to another episode of Main Street Universe. I am out in the studio, as was in the old days when the show first started. You can hear the symbol in the background. I'm near a drum kit. And tonight, Janice R. White, who is at the Parliament of World Religions, will be here to discuss her experiences representing them as a pagan. We'll be right back with Main Street Universe, the show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined. We will be back. Join us. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
right, everyone, we are back. My name is Daniel Michael. I'm the founder, co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network, and we're live tonight here in the studios at Cafe Fairfax after a long day at work for me, but for a job that I do enjoy working at Roberta's Natural Food Market. Our band, Dragon's Head, recently played out in front of Roberta's Natural Market. And we'll be playing again this Wednesday, if you're local to the area, at the Epicure Cafe. We'll be playing along with some other acts that are part of what is known as SAW, the Songwriters Association of Washington, D.C. And they also branch out to the Maryland area and other places. Tonight, on Main Street Universe, we will be discussing when Janice arrives here, and she's on her way, I'm aware, the Parliament of World Religions. I described some of the history of the group to you before. I believe it was Salt Lake City where this event was held and took place. I believe my brother, who was in seminary school in Chicago and has since become a Unitarian minister, had run into this group before and even been to a few of their meetings. Uh, and it, as these groups having these meetings would have something in common with him as him being a Unitarian. I want to remind everybody that Main Street Universe is in fact a network that has a few shows. I know they keep rotating and it can seem a little confusing to people sometimes. I'm out there, I'm working on trying to get new hosts. We At one time, I believe we were a network of eight or nine shows and that was at our largest, but we still have this one, the flagship show, the one that started it all, Main Street Universe, and this one still comes on most of the time on Wednesdays, but because of schedule changes and because I had a musical performance this Wednesday, we had to move it to Monday. So it's tonight, you're listening to it now. Most of the times it'll be Wednesday at 8.30 p.m., and it's not always every single week. It's either every other week or every once a month. We've switched to that format because I've been doing more with the band. If somebody steps in, then that might change, and they might keep the every week MSU going, which might actually happen. I've been talking to a bunch of people, and everybody's just sort of getting their schedules together. Plus, you got holidays coming up and bada-bing, and you know how all that can be. And trust me, when you commit to doing this once a week, that week comes up, that day in that week comes up very quickly. And anyone who's ever done this will tell you that, and suddenly you'll be like, oh, it's Wednesday already or it's Tuesday already. What am I going to talk about <laughs> if you don't have something already lined up? I'm also working on some other projects. Let's get back to the rest of the shows on the network. Of course, on Friday, we have Jesse Ann Nichols-George with her show, Code Connections. It's a form of a reading that she does for people, but she talks about a lot more than that. She has all sorts of interesting guests. I guarantee you go ahead and tune in on Fridays. Sometimes if she's on a book tour, the time is flexible on Fridays, but it's almost always on Fridays and oftentimes in the afternoon. So if you sign up and become a follower, you'll get the little lead telling you, hey, uh, this show, in this case, Code Connections, is about to come on, or it will in an hour and sometimes more than one reminder when you're a follower. And I see Janice has arrived. Well, look, Janice. Hello. 
And there is a stool there if you wish to sit, or on that, or there is a bench in both the of bench them. Will probably be better. Yeah. So, and then on Thursdays we may have the return of Jim and Ashley Cash, Woven Green, who, by the way, were the artists who wrote that song, the sixth song, the one that I've been using now for a pretty good while as the opener for Main Street Universe. So talking to them as well as we might have the return of Reverend Trish Hall, and she might be doing a show on our network as well. Um, I'm actually talking to her later tonight to figure out what she's going to do. It might turn out to be another once-a-month show. And, of course, Janice is going to be doing her Reflections and, and Rhythms show. Very shortly, like in the next two weeks. Yes, and her first guest being Ms. Karen, Karen Tate. Tate, right? Yes. Okay. Every time I see you, you're, you got new hair. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep you guessing. Yeah, so. I swear it looks different just than it did the other day. Uh, and, of course, now Kevin Baird has returned and done a few shows for his show, The New Companion, based on his ghost, ghost box-like device that he created. And it's much more advanced than some of the other what people sometimes call a ghost box out there. It uh, has all sorts of messages. He's making different ones with different themes. He's, I believe he's making a Christian one as well. So it'll spell off Bible verses. Um, but it is, if you're not familiar with that sort of device, it picks up various energies with different sensors in the air, including electromagnetic. And it, you'll remember the old K2 tester, people use it to see if something's haunted. Well, yeah. there's, there's like however many say this 200. It's just a number. It could be more, it could be less. Uh, pre-recorded messages, so whatever the spirit wants to say to you, just like if you're flipping a tarot card, it'll pick the right message. Once it, His trick is he says once it learns to use the machine. So if you think you have an entity or an energy somewhere, you leave it there for a while, and you just let it learn the device. That's sort of the thing. It's like you're, the thing is, and he has a few of these created. One of them's in a museum. I think two of them are in museums right now, in haunted museums. One of them's a haunted jail museum. Ooh, in in Illinois, yeah. So he's back, and he's been doing a Saturday morning show with us. So it's good to have Kevin back with us. And I've also been talking to Mary Phelan and a few others. I don't know if she's going to come back. She's considering it. I think she's not. She's ending telepathic TV, are they not? Yes, they are. Um, because they want to go out in a bang. Um, they're going to come back and do... or. Well, they, what they said is they're going to come back and do maybe specials, like mm-hmm. twice a year, three times a year. Right. But not the every week thing anymore. Okay. Well, you know, we were just talking about that because that day of the week comes up quick when you're doing a weekly commitment. Oh, and, trust and, and me on that, yeah. And it's on media. I mean, this is a pretty laid-back forum, but the but the FDA is a little more intense. you got to obey FDA rules, you know what I mean? So it's all that yeah. stuff. This we can kind of wing it and you know do whatever we want really yeah. <laughs> within reason. Um, but even then, still we're pretty much a family show. I mean, it just depends on whether or not you dis- you agree or disagree with the subject matter. That's I mean, but true. we don't like we don't really curse a lot here anyway. We're no, just, none no. of us talk a lot like that. Maybe if you're mad at your boyfriend or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> or fiance. Now, what am I? Yeah, saying? Well, yeah. Fiance. <laughs> yes, yeah, fiance. Okay. But, yeah, pretty much everyone on our network's like that. I've heard other pagan networks where they're, like, cussing the whole time. Oh, yes. And we're just, none of us really speak that very oftenly like that, if that makes any sense. Anyway, oh. so we have some rotating shows. Um, 
that are going to come in once a month shows. I'm still talking to a couple potential hosts to fill the schedule back up again. Right now, there's the three steady. It's Main Street Universe, Green Magic, Green Medicine with Susan Weed every 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays. Still great to have her oh, on yes. our network. She has a great show. Very great show. And then, of course, we still have Jesse, who's been great with us all these years. Oh, yes. And then the other rotating host, Janice's other show. World uh, Reggae Party. World Reggae Party. She hosts here in Radio Fairfax, FDA. Yes. And no swearing on that either. So. Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do is take a brief break to get situated. I'm going to check the chat room here, too. Anybody in the chat room just saying hello to anyone who might be? And we'll be back because Janice was at the Parliament of World, of World Religions. Religions. Yes, in Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, me and uh, 10,000 other people, literally. So it was fabulous. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. We'll be back in just a moment. What I'm going to do here is pick a song, probably from some friends of ours. And I'm going to take this home. One thing about Salt Lake City is people don't usually say it like, Salt Lake City, man, we're going to fucking party. But uh, who knows, maybe Janice and her crowd should help to change Actually, that there a was a lot of parties. But there there uh, might have been. But, so. yeah, it's like I think they have 3% beer as the limit or something like that on their on the well, so, Do they change all that yet or what? I don't know. We'll talk about it later. When okay. We, we'll, we'll play something by you. Tawatha D, who yes. we'll be looking forward to meeting. Our band, Dragon's Head, is playing at a festival that Tawatha D and Wendy Rule are going to be at. Next spring, the Caldera Festival in wow, go Lafayette, Georgia. In Georgia, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be down there, and there's a bunch of those acts are going to be there. Um, I forget some of the other ones. Maybe Jen Green even. Uh, I don't know if I've heard Kellyanne's name on that, but I know I've Tawatha D, and I know Wendy Rule had committed to it. So we will return. This is Hum in a Shiver by Tuatha D, and we'll talk about the Parliament of World Religions when we come back.
forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. All right, everyone, we're back here at the studios at Cafe Fairfax. You can hear I'm near the drum kit. Yes. Um, like when we first started the show with Kevin Baird and myself and even Evan Pass when he used to come over here on Thursdays to do Zariana Radio. He always came over here in person to do it, and I would sometimes play the drums while he was telling a story. So we're back here like when we started in uh, Cafe Fairfax Studios, also where my band, Dragon's Head, recorded our album. And we're playing a gig Wednesday night at the Epicure Cafe for Saul, the Songwriters Association of Washington, D.C. I have yet to go to that cafe. Oh, it's cool. It's a great artsy vibe. they got, like, local paintings from local painters hanging. Some of them are from the daughter of the owner. All of them nice people. Um, Very much trying to create, like, an an art scene and an artsy vibe there. So, speaking of events and such, uh, you just returned from the Parliament of World Religions in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yes. It was a very huge event. Uh, It was sporting um, about 10,000 people, maybe a couple couple short of 10,000. Uh, at least 30 religions, you know, Sufi, um, Southern Baptist, Catholic, Methodist, pagan. It was at least 300 pagans there. Mm. Um, people you know? A lot of people I know. Yes, yes, a lot of people I know. And some people who knew me that I didn't know. But uh, <laughs> it's like, ooh, you know, you're <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I was like, hmm, okay, I don't remember meeting you. But um, And about 40 countries. Uh, I met people from Singapore, from Russia, France, uh, Guatemala, Spain, and um, it was fantastic. I highly recommend it. When it comes back in 2019, yes, say 2019, uh, four years from now, and we're talking about London, so you know it would be a great vacation. Uh, but it was a nonstop, very intense day and night, very intense um, event, because you know you go through classes all day and get a free lunch at Lagar from the Sikhs. They would feed us every day huh. between um, 11 o'clock to 2, uh, free lunch every day. Um, then go out to dinner with your groups or whatever because they, they wanted you to, um, well, Selena Fox and Circle Sanctuary, um, they had a lot of activities, a lot of activities in the morning, and I wasn't staying in the hotels because um, I was staying with some friends. Okay. Uh, but she had rituals and stuff in the morning. Oh. Then 
meet and greets that there was a dinner with Cherry Hill Seminary. Oh, yeah. There was a dinner yeah, with I've the... Heard of Cherry Hill. Yeah. yeah. We've had guests on from Cherry Hill. Oh, yes. Uh, Holly. Yeah, and a couple Holly, of people. Uh, uh, Emore? Emore, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. And um, dinner with pagans and evangelical Christians. Uh, the dinner with the Red, Red Tent Movement, which is basically... It's a gorgeous room, all red, to kind of simulate being in the womb again. Oh. And um, oh. women can come in there and, you know, just meditate or fall asleep or whatever uh, because uh, it was basically nonstop. Your classes from 7 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock at night, then uh, after 7 o'clock at night be dinner or whatever. A lot then, of workshops and things. Yes. Okay. To learn about the other group. Oh, yes. So was, if you want to yes. learn about Jadism or Islam or whatever, yes. you, you, yes. you, you go and sign up for workshops. and Okay. Yes. And um, then from after 8 o'clock or whatever, parties. Uh, oh. So, and uh, I'm sure that we uh, everybody lit up Salt Lake because it's, you know, what other time do you have 10,000 people coming into your city? Right, right. So, Sounds like fun. Oh, it was a blast, but it was also very intense. I don't want people to think. No, no, that it was just all goofing off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, like uh, some of the Unitarian gatherings, the joke is it's a drinking institution with a religious problem. (laughs) 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 But, uh, you know, because they serve, it's just like a joke because they do serve, they're very liberal, and they serve beer and wine at their, uh, not their Sunday service, even though some might, but at, at their charitable events and stuff, often they do. So people joke around about that, but it's still the work getting done. Yes. And the and the and the unwinding is is in its place. It's the secondary. It's not the event. Oh yeah. Just like I've always said in a band, the partying shouldn't be the actual event. It's just to complement the event. Yes. It's not supposed to be the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like everybody chill, have a few drinks after, talk about how the show went. You know that kind of stuff. But oh, yeah. Anyway. So you also mentioned that you saw some people you did, people you've heard of, and you said you saw Michael Bernard Beckwith there. Oh yes, oh yes, he was coming out of the uh, out of an elevator, and apparently there were people waiting for him because you know I kept on saying Mr. Beckwith, Mr. Beckwith, you know, like like a groupie or a fan or anything. Uh, but you know because you know I don't get to see him every day either, right, and. Right. Um, he was part of a couple different panels because they had a they had a bunch of panels. Yeah, he basically him and a small group of people, if I remember the story correctly, they started with seventeen dollars and then started um, the Agape International Spiritual Center uh, yeah. out west. And now they they have like about a hundred fifty thousand member congregation. I mean, it's a real church. You might call it kind of a new agey church, but it's oh, yeah. a very real presence. That I don't even know if my brother's church has has that many members that actively show up all the time. I mean, uh, a good Sunday morning, I mean, that's a big congregation. That's a big congregation. For what you might call a quote, like, big politics, Democrat, for what you might call a third-party religion. Yes. (laughs) No offense intended, you know, for a a not one of the big, you know, three especially, if you will, Judaism, I would say Islam and Christianity. I mean, that's that's a... it's 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 I think 150,000. It's it's a huge it's number. Huge, uh, yeah. Now they might have that maybe at its peak during the release. Of now the is Secret. that bigger than Joel Osteen or Austin, whatever? I, I don't know, but for a new age church to keep functioning, 
and to keep funding itself, because you know how sometimes pagan groups can go. So I, no. I wouldn't call them necessarily pagan. I would just call them New Agey, but uh, Science of Light crowd, New Thought Ancient Wisdom crowd. And they're all oh, there was a, a, some New Thought was there. Yeah, Unity the New Church. Thought people have been around since, I mean, a long time in, yes. in, in the 1900s. Just some, some of those books that came out, Free Runners to the Secret, you know, Wild yeah. Waddles. Uh, there's one just called, I think, The Power of Thought Vibration. Um, all of them are a law of attraction, you right. know, basically is what they are. Yeah. Which, which is one aspect of universal law, and it makes you think, well, some of those folks studied maybe more than maybe some studied less. Like, a lot of them sound like an amalgam of the hermetic principles when, when you hear the law of attraction people talk. Yes. But that's okay. I'm not here to criticize them, and I, and I don't really have anything negative to say about them. But, yeah, the whole New Thought movement. I mean, that's, I mean, I was definitely attracted to that um, at one point, and certainly would have been if I was born in the early 1900s. I probably, you know, I've always been fascinated by mysticism, so I'm sure I would have stumbled across Blavatsky and, you know, all, yeah, all oh, those characters. Helena? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isis Unveiled. I read that. I read mm-hmm. it twice, actually. Um. But anyhow, so you've met some, some interesting people. How about how about um, friends? Did you bump into some friends there? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, a lot of friends, uh, uh, pagan and non-pagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, it's, like I said, it was, uh, a little bit under 10,000 people there, and uh, they always That's had. That's pretty big. That's pretty it, big it was event. pretty big. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was pretty big. I know that uh, the area made some some really good money between the hotels and the diners and the restaurants and everything. Did you run into? Because I'm pretty sure that we're friends with who've been playing um, our band Dragon's Head on IPR radio. It's uh, international Pagan Radio on well, Live 365. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think somebody, he, it was William Brigley. I, I, he got, I thought he got an award or something. Uh, I might be thinking of, of a different thing, so maybe I'll be quiet. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but I know he's connected with Reverend Don's group, so maybe that was had something to do with that. But Don Lewis? Yeah. Yeah, he was there. Very oh. nice people, William Brigley and Reverend Chuck uh, Who've been oh, great Chuck. and have been. What's Reverend Chuck's last name? Chapman. Chapman. Oh, okay. I know him. Yeah. I don't know him well, but I but yeah. I know him. They've been kind of supportive of our band and playing our songs on on IPR radio, so that's really cool. Oh, that's them good. To do and uh, of course, Selena Fox and her group was there. We sort of. Oh yeah. Uh, we were about helping to, to represent her group. Oh yeah. Officially, I guess. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I don't I don't know if you were going as a civilian. Any circumstances. No, right? I was I was under. Something weird happened. Yeah. I did not. I did not. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. It. That's okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure that everything was all right and play this plug because we thought we just had a signal. Everything's fine. Four. Okay. Nope. That is a sound that comes when we have an incoming call on the line. Oh. So okay. Just be careful. Don't hit. I know, that's what I said to go. Wait a minute, I didn't hit that. So, yeah. so we're fine. Okay. I tested it with the plug. So. I was under Circle Sanctuary. What? And we bought about 60 people. Okay. So, oh, that's good. That's yeah. a great representation for yeah. a pagan group to bring 60 people to, to an event like that. Oh, yeah. And, and she has a great organization, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. So. 
Like well, if yeah. I had a you know, a teenage daughter, which I don't, that said, hey, I want to explore paganism or Wicca or whatever you want to call it, I would say, I would point them right to Selena Fox. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. As far as if they wanted to be part of a group. Yeah, Eva was there representing the Assembly of the Sacred Will. Evo and, and his husband, Jim. Oh, Dominguez. Yeah, Dominguez. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, with, with the uh, Alexandrian yeah. uh, library. Yep, okay. and the new Alexandrian library. Cog, uh, Covenant of the Goddess was there. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, um, Earth Spirit with um, Andreas Corbin, because uh, he's the new chair of uh, I know I'm saying his name wrong. Uh, Andreas Arcel Corbin or Corfin, Corbin Arcel. Um, he's the new vice chair of the Parliament of the World Religions for 2019. Oh, okay. So, so they, got a, they got a vice chair that's from the, the pagan crowd. Then. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that's a, that's a cool, cool thumbs up for all of us that have somebody like him um, being the vice chair. Mm-hmm. To be taken... Helps us. The numbers were good. Three hundred is good for that. I mean, especially oh, yeah. one group having sixty. Uh, I'm sure there's others that had pretty good numbers too. Uh, that's that's a good. That's, that's a pretty a good, good turnout. Oh yes. And um, Selena uh, had asked us to be adventurous and not just stick with uh, the pagan classes to go out and, to mingle, and, and mingle yeah. and look at. So one of the classes. Correct I, the others. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, ring them in, and uh, <laughs> no. uh, but uh, one of the classes that I went to that I really enjoyed that had nothing to do with paganism was City of Compassion, and they had the mayors of Salt Lake City, Louisville, Kentucky, Gary, Indiana, which was a black woman. I can't remember her name at all. Um, some city in Canada that I can't remember mm-hmm. either um, were all there, and they were all talking about uh, how to bring compassion into their cities. It was like a two-hour form, and they wanted to have feedback from the audience, uh, especially people that came from either uh, Salt Lake, Louisville, Gary, or that place in Canada, and how to uh, reduce the homelessness in the particular cities, because cities are not dying, like the news always saying that this city is dying, that city is it's, dying. It's, it's the other way around. Yeah, they're, people they're becoming are re, re-urbanizing. Because yeah, so coming the young, back to the city. The young people want to live like near all the cool stuff. You know? Yes. I mean, I mean, living out in the country is cool too. It's a different. Vibe. It's a different cool. Yeah, uh, and being um, of the somewhat. Uh, of the nature I am spiritually, you know, I like nature. But but at the same time, I do like being in walking distance to, you know, the pub, the toilet paper, the convenience store. Yeah. I like being, or to the art gallery or whatever, I like being close and being able to go just enjoy things without making it an hour and a half trip to go. Hello, yeah. And, and that's what the young people are doing, the ones especially right here, the ones that are making a little money. They're all moving back into They're D.C. They're moving back into Some D.C. Some rough neighborhoods back in the day, too. And, oh, but uh, they've been, like, uh... They've been all... They've been revamped and, and cleaned up and washed. Yeah, yeah washed. Yeah, washed clean. I left like out, 8th yeah, Street. I so. left out the prefix of that, but which was whitewashed. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I knew what you were saying. You know, I'm like, 
Which I happen to be of that leading myself, just not without the money at this point. Yeah. I, in fact, I probably couldn't afford to live there. <laughs> Tried to move. <laughs> but but it, anyway, it's 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 that double-edged sword. They talk about it all the time around here. Since you were talking about cities and compassion, you know, Kojo Nomni talks about it a lot on NPR. And a lot of these guys are like, it's good in a way because it's like the city's coming back to life. The city it's, is coming back to it's life. Not so criminal, but at the same time. I mean, look what they did with New York. You know, but then again, the older, non-criminal folks that used to live there can't afford to live there anymore. So so they can't enjoy the new city that's coming back unless they move away and visit. You know, it's 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 that it's that constant back and forth of what do you? I don't have all the answers to that. Oh yeah. Not even pretending to. And they didn't either. Um, I know the one in Louisville because um, next year in May 2016. They're having a smaller type of thing called the City of Faith, or no, Festival of Faith, where I guess it's going to be like a smaller parliament because it, the next one is 2019, which is four years from now. Um, but Louisville is having that Festival of Faith and the Dalai Lama, which was supposed to be the headliner for for parliament, okay. um, but he's sick or something because Jane, Dr. Jane Goodall. I read um, that name. Yeah. Yeah, the the um, chimp woman, chimp oh, monkey. Oh, okay. Uh, she was there, um, and she was one of the highliners or the headliners of that. And um, um, a group of different Native American, Pueblo, Cherokee, mm-hmm. uh, Cree, um, the ones that live near Utah, which names I can't remember right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a whole indigenous people forum, which I also went to. I, I, went would, to, I would have signed up for that, too. I went to the grandmother's one. In fact, I went to three grandmothers. Um, and what I mean by grandmothers is a group of women, obviously, over 60, obviously, looking great. I mean, half of these women were like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're over 60. <laughs> and And, you know, still sharp and functioning and dancing and singing and Great. and all of that and because um, uh, there's pictures on my page Janice White of, of yeah. some of the activity uh, that I took pictures of or other people took pictures of and I still got pictures to unload because you know it's been like I had a horrible jet lag after I got home I mean really really bad jet mm-hmm. lag um, when I got home, because it was like 85 there and and what 40 here, uh, literally. So uh, so you know we can walk around in our shorts and stuff. Salt Lake City was that warm? Isn't it further north? It, it was funny, that warm. They had a funny warm front. They had a, a warm front for two weeks because okay. okay. when I was starting to come back here, it started to get cold again, and you know just in time for me to to leave. Well, what I want to do right now is, is take another little break. We're at the halfway point, and we'll come back and discuss some more things going on in the present, past, and future for the Parliament of World Religion with Janice R. White, our associate producer. Hello, everybody. And going to be host of Reflections and Rhythm as well as the host of the World Reggae Party at Radio Fairfax. We'll be back in just a moment. Forbidden Archaeology. Forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and 
and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
And we're back, or at least I think we're back. This is associate producer Janice R. White, and this is Main Street Universe. And I'm still talking about Parliament of World Religions. And um, one of the other classes I went to has a funny story attached to it. Uh, I was in uh, elevator L7. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life, L7. Um, with one of my new friends, one of my new permanent friends, Aline Anderson, and she and I were stuck in L7, uh, coming out of another class, wanting to go to Black Lives Matter, and we found out the hard way that the elevator wasn't moving, and we're like, okay, why wasn't it moving? And, you know, we weren't uh, pressing the bell and... Uh, some woman came on and was like, what's what's the issue? I said, I think we're stuck between floors. Uh, and we weren't, but we weren't moving either. And, um, and she said, what what elevator are you in? And, and I said, L7, after looking through it. And it took them, and they told, okay, we'll have somebody come. And people came, and they were trying to open up the doors, and the doors wouldn't open. And they were telling us to, you know, relax and, you know, not not get stressed out. And we were like, okay. Or, and we started talking. We started calling people to let them know that we're coming to the class, or but we're stuck in the elevator. And uh, um, about, I guess, 20 minutes, 25 minutes into it, we started to hear, like, saws and, and instruments trying to get us out. It took them about. They actually busted out the power tools. Oh yeah, busted out. Yeah, busting out the power tools because they were like, "Well, we're going to shut off the power because that usually opens up the door. So you know, if it gets dark in there, don't freak out." And we're both like, "Oh, we're not freaking out," even though I don't like elevators for that reason. But you know, if I was by myself, I probably would have freaked out. But since I had somebody else in there with me. But long story short, it took them over an hour to to free us, so to speak. Wow. And um, and we were still calm because, you know, like I said, uh, if I was by myself, I probably would have freaked out a little bit earlier, uh, especially when the power saws start coming in and stuff. And, uh, and the people that were running the convention center, because that's where all of this was taking place, was up there saying, Oh wow, it was only two people in the elevator. It's usually like thirty or forty people trying to get crammed into the elevator uh to go up, you know, basically three or four um levels. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, trying to fit as many people as possible in the elevator and and they were laughing cuz it was only two, which you're like, well, we didn't really think it was all that funny. But <laughs> yeah. But it was a lot of hunky firemen to come and rescue us, at least six go. of them. So, you know, that kind of make the day worthwhile, seeing those hunky uh, firemen come out. But it kind of ate up the time that we took to, to go to Black Lives Matter, which is a very important topic in the last four years, from 2011 to now. Mm-hmm. And they had um, three ministers on their uh um, a black uh, Unitarian, Unitarian mm-hmm. minister, Reverend Michael, I'm still trying to remember his last name. 
but there were three of them, uh, Reverend Michael, then there was a, a white um, from Chicago, a white minister from Chicago, and another black minister. And there was a documentary uh, that was on the first uh, first 15 minutes or so that I got to actually see after the parliament because it was on upstream then. Okay. In fact, um, if any of the listeners want to see stuff about parliament, um, to check out the parliament website and see if you can get on upstream. I'll to, post it on the archive page, yeah. too. I, 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 I was in a hurry, but I'll post it. Archives when we get more. So, um you know, some modern media people listen to it all yeah. the time, so I'll post it for the archives. Yeah. And another thing that I did that I'm very proud of, I was part of the Voices of the Earth Cantata, I hope I said that right, choir. And uh, I'm right in front. You can't miss me with the blonde hair and the short dress. Uh, but I'm right in front, and I was singing uh, tenor because my voice got low because um, of the climate change, you know, going from, you know, when, when I left, it was like 45 degrees. Oh, I didn't know you sang. Ah, yes. Uh, well, she liked my voice, and I'm like, cool. So remember, we, we had that discussion about mostly everybody can sing. Oh, so, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And, 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 yeah, you're singing with a lot of people around, so you're singing a part. And I've always felt strange in those environments. I think I'm just used to doing my own thing, and then when it's, but then I really feel like, oh gosh, I'm going to mess it up for, for everybody else. <laughs> or it's for you know me. It's like, I, hey, whatever. You <laughs> cool. Well, it was about a hundred, maybe a hundred and five, and we're all in black. We, we were looking very beautiful, and it was so cool. And um, Mary Lou, uh, our choir director, was so pumped about that because it was songs that she wrote her and her partner, <clears throat> um, Patty Christina Harris. Okay. <laughs> So, but it was cool. We did Monday for like an hour and a half. Then we were the the first singers in the closing um, ceremony. So we got had a part of the closing ceremony too, and that was really really cool. And it, and I think it bought a lot of people. Oh, okay. <laughs> it brought a lot of the religious people together because it was at least. 30 different religions in the choir. So, oh, interesting. 30, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, including, what, seven or eight, maybe nine pagans, and half of them from Circle. Right. So, so it was a really big event. Just being in the choir was a really big event. So, and then, um, I don't know if you know um, Eileen. Man, these last names are just. O'Brien, or well, her her magical name is Maka Nightmare. She did the goddess mask thing, and that was excellent. Where they had these big masks that um, this woman from um, London had made to cover up the whole face and just little slots, and they were doing different like um, uh, dancing and singing and. With these masks on, because Eileen um, Anderson was Oshun, and that was really amazing. That was really amazing. So, it, like I said before, if if you can get a chance to go to a parliament, 
2019, whether it's going to be in London, England, or somewhere else. I would highly recommend to save your pennies and go because right. it's a it's a week long and it's. It reminds it's, me, I went to the Unitarian event um, called Susi, and it was something like that. I don't know if it was that many people, but it was like every day we were reporting, we were crazy, mad, crazy busy going to the workshops. There was also some partying. Yeah. Also, like, and I was doing a lot of the musical workshops, so I was like, almost every morning I was reporting to the stage, and I was rehearsing a song or putting together a makeshift band, or, and it was a great time. Um, and of course, Unitarians are often of different; they're their own religious path, but made up of many different ones. So it's a similar vibe. It yeah. Said there was a UU minister there, with two of them. So yeah, there there will be people that were like you know liberal Christians or or atheists even and and then uh, oh I met a feminist Mormon yeah. and uh, <laughs> I was like because she asked me all about myself and I told her because you know everybody's right. there you know you don't need to keep a secret and it's like oh and I'm like oh you must be pagan and this is like oh no I'm a feminist Mormon and like I'm like get out it's like tell me what that's about. <laughs> There's so, no such thing. <laughs> well, this, well, the way she put it, and this is the way she put it, that it she's Jane a, Smith and not John Smith. Well, <laughs> that she was a, a Mormon that wanted to be a a priest, and mm-hmm. you know, in the Mormon faith, from my understanding of it, they only have male priests, mm-hmm. and she kept on, you know, trying to be a priest and. Um, she may have been excommunicated or not. We didn't get into it in that sort of aspect, but she wants to be a a, a priestess. Okay. So, and um, and she wants to be more than just a housewife. Her words, not mine. And, uh, right. And, nothing uh, wrong with being a housewife. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a housewife either. Uh, but she wanted. She basically said she wants more out of life, and and you know. She looked like another another pagan. She had a Kuan Yin necklace on. Oh really? And, oh yeah. Oh wow. And, and um, uh, the jewelry she had, she had a star David, a Ankh, and a little. So she basically was she she could be unitarian. Well, yes, <laughs> or pagan, you know, or pagan. Yeah. Or pagan so. Of course. But uh, but yeah, I guess people get used to what they identify with, right? So they want to say, "I want to reform this," rather than go and leave in something else. Yeah, it's like almost like when uh, someone who is um, homosexual or LGBT, all that, they don't want to leave like their Baptist, whatever, because they just they feel like they want to reform it. Because I, I that's what I always used to say. Because I always had the mentality of like, "Well, I'm just all right. Well, if you don't like me, I'm leaving." You know what yeah, I mean? Well, that's that how I was. How I am, you know, you know, like me and well, I don't know. This doesn't appeal to me, so I'm going to become, and eventually became. I refer to myself as a pagan mystic or an eclectic mystic or whatever. So, um, I may go back to some sort of tradition at some point. Right now, I'm just doing my own exploratory committee stuff for myself. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. But those great, you know, again. Selena's tradition is, is really good. Yeah. And I'm glad to see she has such good, strong numbers. She has strong numbers. The Carillions, did I say that right, with Don Lewis? Yeah. And, did they, did and Ed Hubbard, they, they, they were there. 
They, I think I maybe 15, 20. Okay, well, that's not bad. So That's not bad for a pagan group. And they had an or, ornation or uh, mm-hmm. there because um, one of my Facebook friends just got ordained by them. And yeah. I, I didn't even know that she was there. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was, one, um, I was one lesson away from them. I was like 25 questions away. Oh. And, um, for you can always reasons. go back. Yeah. I, for my own reasons, I just departed, and uh, I might return. I, I've also been with Henri Octane, the ADF. Uh, yes. Any reference? ADF, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot. Because um, I said uh, Circle had the, not the, I think we were the biggest one or the second to the biggest one. But The Wayne group is growing a lot. Oh, yeah. Like quietly. She quietly grows. But we're pretty much down to it, Janice. Oh, that went fast. It went very fast. Yes. So, uh, Parliament of World Religions, next one's they're thinking oh, maybe you are. Oh, the Fellowship of ISIS went there. Oh, FOP. Uh, oh, yeah. Or FOI, I'm sorry. FOI. FOP. FOP. I'm like, what's that? So. It's not the Fraternal Order of Police. <laughs> no, it's not the Fraternal Order of Police, no. It's uh, the Fellowship of ISIS. So. But anyway, we're down to it, folks. Thanks again, Janice, for showing up and being our associate producer. Oh, yes. You're welcome. And, and thank you for making me that. And uh, I'm still working on some people coming in, the um, Raven Gramasi and his lovely wife, Stephanie Taylor. Yes. Uh, I'm working on Wendy Rule. Uh, oh, now yeah. that I'm back, I have to, you know, finalize all these things. Uh, yeah. I think she's, she's on this side of the world now, too. Did she move I to heard the, that, that yeah. she moved to the, to, to the States. All right, because that, that was part of the block before. She's like, oh, how do I make it work from Australia? Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. We'll make it work. Either way, thanks, everyone, and you've been listening to Main Street Universe, the show network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined. And I can imagine a lot. That's right. Thank you all, and have a great Thank evening. Thank you so much. Forbidden Archaeology Forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.